Good evening, and welcome to the public information meeting for Loudoun County's Capital Project, Braddock Road, from the entrance of St. Paul VI High School to Loudoun County Parkway Project, hosted by Loudoun County. My name is Jim Zeller, and I am uh, an Assistant Director for Transportation Capital Projects at the Loudoun County Department of Transportation and Capital Infrastructure. This project provides for the planning, design, right-of-way acquisition, and construction to widen Braddock Road, Route 620, to four lanes between the eastern entrance of St. Paul VI High School and Loudoun County Parkway. The project entails the construction of a four-lane median-divided roadway within a minimum 112-foot wide right-of-way and includes the construction of 10-foot wide shared use paths on both sides of the road. Comments regarding this project will be accepted through October 13, 2022. Members of the public may provide comments through the project website, email, or U.S. mail. This input will then be provided to the County Board of Supervisors when they consider the project for their endorsement. After the comment period and throughout the project, members of the public can continue to email their questions and comments to dtci at loudon.gov. I'd like to review a few housekeeping items before I introduce our team here in the room, otherwise known as the panelists. First, this meeting is being recorded and technology permitting, the recording will be posted on the project webpage following the event. Second, to manage audio quality, we've asked our panelists to remain muted throughout the event. Panelists will unmute when ready to speak. Third, meeting attendees will remain muted and without video display throughout the event. Finally, if you are having technical difficulties hearing audio, you may try the phone line instead of using computer audio. To notify us of any issues with the audio, you can also chat to staff using the Q&A tool within WebEx. So uh, before we begin, uh, we do have Mr. Tom Parker, uh, representing uh, Supervisor uh, Letourneau's uh, 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 su Supervisor Letourneau. Uh, Mark, do you have any words to to, uh, to say to the group? Uh, thank, thank you, Jim. Uh, on behalf of Supervisor Letourneau, who couldn't join us tonight uh, due to a conflict with the Northern Virginia Transportation uh, Commission meeting, uh, I want to thank those of you that are joining us to learn more about this phase of uh, widening Braddock Road. Uh, we're excited to see it move uh, through the design process, uh, along with widening sections to the west, such as the um, you know, widening at Supreme and Summerall and intersection improvements there as well as the uh, western side of Gump Spring. Uh, you know, these projects not only provide additional road capacity, but also important um, bike and pedestrian uh, connections along the south side of 
uh, communities like South Riding and uh, Kirkpatrick Farms. Um, uh, after the meeting, if any of the HOAs or impacted property owners are interested in more specific details, uh, we'll certainly work with with those um, parties to um, set something up with the design team. Uh, thank you very much, and back to you, Jim. All right, thanks, Tom. Uh, before we get started, we have a few more introductions. I am joined today by Mr. Mark Hoffman of uh, Loudoun DTCI. He is our design program manager uh, for our highway projects. Uh, second, Mr. Mark McIntosh, uh, the project manager, uh, DTCI's project manager for the, uh, uh, for the Braddock Road widening project. And finally, from our design consultants, J2 engineers, Mr. John Wilfong and Ms. Lorraine Barksdale. During the presentation, please use the arrow feature on the top of the screen to scroll to see the speaker. I will now turn over the presentation to John Wilfong from J2 Engineers. Thank you, Jim. This project is essentially the second phase of the improvements to Braddock Road between Gum Spring Road and Loudoun County Parkway. Uh, the first phase was completed recently between Braddock or between Gum Spring Road and the eastern entrance of St. Paul the Sixth High School. So this second phase will then continue the improvements from that entrance east through uh, just past Loudoun County Parkway. These improvements consist of widening the existing two-lane to a four-lane roadway and also include turn lanes at intersections. This will improve the mobility and also complete the pedestrian facilities between Gunstring Road and Loudoun County Parkway. This is an overall graphic uh, really to just show the project limits um, for the Braddock Road improvements. As shown, the proposed work will begin at Riding Center, intersection, Riding Center Drive, the intersection heading east to just past Loudoun County Parkway. I'll get into more details throughout the presentation, um, but uh, this is the project limits for the improvements. I'm now gonna briefly describe or discuss the existing conditions uh, within the project. So Braddock is currently, it's a major collector for the county's classification. This section of roadway, as already mentioned, is a two-lane undivided roadway, one single lane eastbound, one westbound. The posted speed is 45 miles an hour. There are shared use paths on both sides of Braddock Road from Gum Spring Road east to Riding Center Drive. The shared use path does on the south side extend a little further east um, across the frontage of the high school to the eastern boundary. Also noting that there is a signal at the intersection with Loudoun County Parkway at the eastern end of our project. The proposed improvements will widen the existing two lane to the four lane on the south side. This is consistent with what I had mentioned earlier regarding the phase one improvements uh, to the west. This will create the divided roadway with two lanes eastbound and two lanes westbound. And again, turn lanes will be provided at the intersections. This uh, four lane section will continue through Loudoun County Parkway where then we will transition back to the existing two lane section. The extension of the 
the 10-foot shared use paths will also be provided on both sides and include a modification to the signal at Loudoun County Parkway. Because of the improvements, we, the project will adhere to all state and local stormwater management requirements. And therefore, uh, stormwater management facilities are proposed to treat the additional roadway widening and the trails, shared use path. So now I'll get into a little more detail, um, starting with the western end um, of the project. As you can see, as mentioned earlier, the Riding Center Drive is the western boundary of where the project begins. Um, as shown in the red, that is our shared use path on the north, star, north side uh, heading east to Loudoun County Parkway. The project roadway widening will begin just east of the entrance there at the bottom close to the center of the graphic in yellow. And, and also the shared use path in the red will then also begin and then start to extend um, eastward towards uh, Loudoun County Parkway. As noted, these shared use, shared use paths, these locations are preliminary and are subject to change with final design. We also have crossings of the outlet floodplain. Uh, the first one, as shown here, as pointed out, uh, will require culvert extensions on both sides of the roadway. Also wanted to point out that a new left turn lane will be provided at Don Rails Chase Drive and also, as mentioned, with stormwater management requirements, we are proposing a potential stormwater management there uh, pointed to the north coast of the center. Heading east on the next slide, we will continue the widening of the four-lane section. Um, as with the other um, section, this also has another crossing of Outlick uh, where the culvert extensions will be required. This is on the east side. Um, just below that is another stormwater management uh, potential facility on the south side of, of Braddock. I also wanted to, to point out additionally, if you look near the center of this graphic, you'll see the gray roadway extending south or downwards to a cul-de-sac. This represents an improved plan by others entitled Braddock Road Property. And this plan, our widening, um, will connect to the design. Note that this plan has not been constructed by others, but our plan has uh, coordinated to design the entrance at that location. And I also wanted to note that the existing access points on the south side of Braddock Road are proposed to be um, included with this project. The, the eastern segment of this project, as shown, again, continues the four-lane widening to and through the intersection of Loudoun County Parkway. As mentioned earlier, we will then transition to the existing two-lane section. Again, the signal will require a modification, and based on current or our traffic studies that we have conducted, the volume of traffic that's heading northbound on Loudoun County Parkway from the eastbound Braddock Road will require dual lefts at this intersection. There's a third crossing or a stream crossing with an existing culvert just west of Loudoun County Parkway, um, close to the center. That will also require our third culvert extension. And to the left and to the right, we also have 
stormwater management facilities. On the next, next slide, we've provided here a technical drawing of a typical section for Braddock Road. The westbound lanes described here represent the ultimate westbound lanes, but are the two existing lanes that are there today. The designated eastbound lanes are the additional widened uh, lanes that we're proposing with this project. And also the 10-foot shared use paths are on both sides as shown in this section. And then the uh, project schedule and the cost. Uh, currently the schedule, we anticipate the fourth quarter of this year, the design endorsement by the Board of Supervisors. In June of 2024, the design completed and anticipate land acquisition completed in June of 2026 and construction completed in June 2028. Per the Loudoun County Capital Improvement Program, CIP, in the fiscal year 2023, the estimated cost for this project is at $42.7 million. And now I'd like to introduce Mark McIntosh, DTCI's Design Project Manager, to moderate the speaker portion of this evening. Thank you, John. 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 All right. Went back and did this again. Thank you, John. <laughs> Sorry for the technical issues here, folks. <clears throat> As a reminder, all written comments must be submitted by October 13, 2022. To submit a comment, visit loudon.gov forward slash Braddock Road, all one word, and complete a comment form. All the comments received will be presented for the Board of Supervisors' consideration. Thank you to those who have already submitted comments. We will now begin the live speaker portion of the meeting. As a reminder, this will include speakers who signed up in advance to ask a question by phone. Please listen for your name to be called and allow us to confirm that we can hear you prior to asking your questions. Each person will be given two minutes to ask the question and speak. Please keep an eye on the timer on the screen if you can or monitor your own time but we will also give you a heads up when nearing the end of your time if needed. Our first speaker that signed up for this evening is Tatiana Knopp. <clears throat> Tatiana, if you're on the line, please ask your question. Tatiana Knopp, uh, if you are on the line, would you please unmute and ask your question, please? 
All right, we'll assume that Tatiana Knopp is not present with us this evening. As a result, that was our first and only speaker that had signed up this evening. Please use that website form or the email dtci at loudon.gov to send in your comments and questions. Prior to answering your questions, we will take a one-minute break. During the break, please post your questions in the Q&A box. Thank you for posting your questions in the Q&A box function. We'll now answer those questions that have been posted. Our first question is from Bill Johnson. Bill asks, have you done a traffic study at the entrance to St. Paul School? It is horrible getting in and out during school hours. And yes, uh, Bill, we have done a traffic study and I will defer to John Wilfong to uh, answer any or to discuss any specifics to the traffic study? Sure. As far as the traffic study with this project, um, the volumes of traffic were included within our study, within our project limits. As far as the intersection, it is outside of the scope of the project, um, but it, a study, I believe, was done, conducted with, with the school project. Um, when it came in, as I referred to earlier, as a phase one. The volumes were included within our project scope. So the design of our project will accommodate the, the traffic volumes generated by the high school? That, that is correct, yes. Yes, thanks, Jim. Yes. 
Bill Johnson has a follow-up question uh, regarding the traffic study, whereby he asks, were those traffic volumes done during COVID or more recently after COVID? And so the traffic volumes were done after the initial COVID within the last uh, year. But that would be relating to our analysis for that's correct for the, you know the traffic counts for Braddock Road. Braddock Road. Yes. However, if, if I could add, um, you know the um, you know, the dias the the uh, diocese uh, of, of Arlington, who developed the high school, would have done their own traffic studies and trip generations as part of um, their um, land development application to uh, to build the high school on Braddock Road. Which I believe some of that data was utilized by the traffic engineering consultant for generating the, the current traffic study. If you would like to continue to post a question in our Q&A box, please do so. Uh, we will take them as they pop up, and uh, DTCI staff and our consultants will be here until 7 o'clock this evening. Thank you.
Bill Johnson uh, posted a comment to the Q&A questions. And uh, Bill, I appreciate your input and uh, we acknowledge your comment. Thank you. Project team will stay online until 7 o'clock this evening. Please post your questions about this project in the Q&A box. Mark, do you, uh, do you mind if I make a comment for uh, the benefit of Mr. Johnson? Not at all. Uh, for Mr. Johnson, just in regards to Paul the sixth, um, we um, obviously the signal is, is a VDOT uh, maintained traffic signal. So anything to do with any timing changes or anything like that would be something that we certainly could bring to the attention of VDOT to have them look at. I know that they have been out to take a look at that signal. Um, Paul six is also responsible for the traffic management uh, getting into and out of the site. And uh, we have had some conversations with them about improvements that they could make and maybe some changes to how that uh, intersection, at least on their side, is configured. Um, they also are part of the condition for their approval for that site was they have to submit a traffic management plan. Um, and we have um, requested updates to that plan as time has gone on. Uh, and I need to check the status of that, but I believe that they are in the process of submitting an update for uh, how they're managing the traffic flow to ensure that there aren't major issues in that. So we'll certainly follow up with them on the status of that. Thank you, Tom.
more. Yes, we have a question that came in from Christy Falusis. For I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, but uh, Christy uh, requests since no one or who will be responsible for the maintenance of the additional trails, and uh, currently they are being designed to be within the VDOT right-of-way, which would be a VDOT maintenance responsibility. However, we are looking at some options uh, based on uh, progressing the design that may uh, locate some of the trails onto public access easements and uh, potentially uh, options for community maintenance of those trails. And uh, we will explore those options as we progress the design to 60% and further communicate with both VDOT and the associations surrounding the project. And if I could add to that, um, uh, VDOT's requirements uh, to qualify uh, for their maintenance are, are uh, you know, quite you know, strict and, and rather you know, utilitarian so that the uh, uh, the shared use paths need to be uh, 10 feet wide, um, located completely within uh, their right-of-way, and, and running uh, arrow straight parallel to the alignment of the road itself. Um, if, uh, if there are... Um, uh, you know, there are uh, situations where where uh, say if a if a community wanted something that would be a little more um, uh, uh, or, or less utilitarian, say a, a, uh, a shared use path or walking trail that could meander, um, uh, and then uh, that could be considered. But uh, the um, uh, Respective homeowners association that would want that kind of enhanced facility would need to um, take uh, maintenance responsibility for that facility. Project team will stay online until 7 o'clock p.m. Please post your questions about this project in the Q&A box. Thank you.
project team will stay online until 7 o'clock p.m. Please post your questions about this project in the Q&A box. Thank you.
Uh, we do have Tatiana Knopp um, has joined us. Uh, she did sign up to for the speaker portion of the meeting. Um, Tatiana, I don't believe you were with us earlier when, when I gave instructions, but uh, you'll be given two minutes to ask the question um, that you would like to ask of the panel. Okay. Uh, okay. Please keep an eye on Please keep an eye on the timer on the screen if you can, or monitor your own time. Uh, we will give you a heads up when nearing the end of your time if needed. Uh, Tatiana, uh, please uh, ask your question. Or perhaps you can't ask your question. Um, Tatiana, if you cannot ask a question, you're more than welcome to use the Q&A box, and we will bring that back up as far as instructions to, to access the Q&A box. Yes, uh, Tatiana, we're going to try to give you the opportunity to ask your question as you signed up for the speaker portion of the project. Um, please note that uh, you have two minutes to ask the question and speak. Keep an eye on the timer on the screen if you can or monitor your own time. Uh, we will also give you a heads up when nearing the end of your time if needed. Tatiana? Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay, Peter, can you hear me? 
Can you speak up, please? Yes, uh, Tatiana, we can hear you. Can you hear okay. me? Yes, I have somebody speaking on my behalf. Peter Knock, can you please speak up? I'm sorry. We do I, not I see am it. Sorry, the question is uh, there are two houses north of Braddock Road. The project shows the uh, most of the construction on the south side on our property. Hello? And your question, yes, ma'am. And your and your question is that. Um, okay. Uh, hold on just a second, please. Okay, hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and the, the question is, why is that? There's plenty of room on the north side of Braddock Road for this construction project. My husband now has joined us on the line. Peter, can you hear? Tatiana, can you tell me if uh, Peter called in or if he logged into this meeting? Yes, hello, you, you are on speaker. Can you please ask the question on my behalf? Well, I, I think a question right. has been asked. Why is the widening going to the south side of the road? So, I mean, um, you guys want, want to respond? Sure. I, the the four-lane roadway is, uh, has been planned for uh, years, and the half section that currently exists out there is, is the ultimate uh, westbound section of the full four lane section with uh, the ultimate section uh, for the for the two lanes heading eastbound on the south side of the existing roadway uh, as this slide uh, represents um, and uh, I, I think if we can go to the one graphic uh, with the the detail of Paul the sixth um, that that provides a good example of of how the roadway has progressed um, from Riding Center Drive heading eastward, um, you've now got the full four-lane section that runs actually all the way from Gum Spring Road out to Paul the Sixth, and uh, the the striping there terminates at their easternmost entrance uh, for the four-lane improvement. Um, so that that is in line or in the with the model of the. Uh, 
CTP, the countywide transportation plan, um, and uh, that that's basically how the the uh, developments to the north have proffered their road improvements over the course of 20, 25 years at this point. So I hope that answers your question, and you know you you can feel free to follow up uh, and and uh, direct a. Uh, further question uh, to myself or the design team. Thank you for your time, Tatiana. project team will stay online until 7 o'clock p.m. Please post your questions about this project in the Q&A box. Thank you. We appreciate the open dialogue this evening. We want to know and understand your experiences and your perspectives about this corridor, and we heard a lot of helpful information this evening. Feedback from the public is an important part of this process. If you are unable to submit your questions before or during this meeting, you still have the opportunity to do so by visiting loudon.gov forward slash Braddock Road, all one word, to submit questions through our comment form. You will have until October 13, 2022 to send in a question or comment. Throughout the project, you may also email the project team at dtci at loudon.gov. That's D is in dog, T is in Tom, C is in cat, I is in Indian at loudon.gov. 
Questions and answers from this meeting will be compiled and provided in the, on the Braddock Road from the entrance of St. Paul VI High School to Loudoun County Parkway Project page. In addition, the questions and comments we received this evening will be provided to the Board of Supervisors during an upcoming meeting. If you are interested in project updates, please subscribe for updates on the project page, loudoun.gov forward slash Braddock Road, all one word. Thanks to everyone for your time and attention on this evening's call.